But for a long time, my titles and success, the banner that I waved over my my head, the, the business card in which I passed out was all the accolades. When that went away, I thought, what am I going to do? What's the banner that I wave now? And it was the white flag of freedom that had no title and no name, but the purest vision, purpose, and sustenance everlasting. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness broadcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. This is holy ground. And it's such an opportunity that can be stripped away from you. It's been stripped away from me before. Sometimes by my own doing. Anyone raise their hand to that one? I almost didn't stand here to share this message with you today. <clears throat> I felt disqualified. I felt unworthy. I felt like the Lord sent me here on mission, on plan, and then he was rewriting the story right before my eyes. And there's two things that could happen in that moment. I could either look at it and say, that wasn't the message you literally sealed a couple weeks ago, Lord. Write something new. Or I could allow the Lord to do what only the Lord could do, and orchestrate almost an exact same message, almost to a T, even in an activity that my brother Tom shared yesterday. 
And he prayed over me afterwards because I told him, I'm like, bro, you just totally stole the message. (laughs) And at the exact same time, all night long while having dinner with my dear friends, my husband and my best friends, I was there, but I was processing, what in the world am I going to say? And it wasn't until the sweet moments of pillow talk with my Gary hot hubby, you guys might know him as, that's what he's in my phone, rings every time. He said a couple of words that instead of me having to go to sleep with my mind like this, I got to go to sleep in peace, knowing that God has me exactly where I'm supposed to be, sharing the exact thing that he told me to share because you guys haven't heard it yet. Not the way I can share it. Not the way that I walked it out. Every single one of you, don't ever be eliminated. Don't ever be distracted by what someone else is doing or saying because they can't say it like you. In fact, this is where the lights come out and make it brighter. The symmetry, even to our initials, he doesn't know this one. My maiden name was TC. TLC, left eye and me were like a whole thing. (laughs) Literally, my maiden name was the same initials as Tom. And I'm like, man, Lord, only you could prepare this moment for each of you. So we're going to be talking about something that is so interwoven to the entire weekend, right? Journey, always becoming. We're going to be talking about craving Christ. And this message was actually something I shared previously, and I've never shared it quite like this. And I knew after I shared it that I actually didn't even make it for that audience. It was for you. I know it without a shadow of a doubt based on every single thing that has been said on this stage this weekend. We've been talking about limiting beliefs since night one. But revelation isn't just mental. Revelation is a physical endeavor. It's an emotional endeavor. It's a spiritual endeavor. It's a relational endeavor. Revelation runs so deep that you can't possibly ask, hope, or imagine what the Lord's about to do in your life. But there's something that we do so flippantly, we think it's just mental health. And I am all for mental health. I've walked through depression. I've walked through suicidal ideation. I've walked through anxiety. I've been there. How do I take my life, Lord? Asking God about why I am even here with children in my home, with a husband, a hot hubby, that I can't somehow steward well enough. I disqualified myself. But what happens is the limiting beliefs that we become to believe that play on repeat, we do this thing. We give it a power to the enemy when we say, not today, Satan. Don't let me believe that now. Don't, don't creep in my mind. But there's a bigger illusion that's happening. A bigger illusion, a deception that everyone in this room might not have ever even considered. I too play into the deception from time to time. The enemy has told us and made us believe 
that he is omnipresent. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God created him. He created Satan. It's weird. I know. So weird. It messes with people's mind. Why would he do such a thing? He was an angel. One of the most beautiful angels, which is why music and sound, which was he was very beautifully talented in, has been warped and manipulated so hard. Y'all, Christian rap music is like, mm, you know, it's so good. And it's becoming better and better because people are realizing that our youth, our children, and our adults have all been tainted by music that I remember every word to the dances I danced in high school and college. Every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, oh, that guy, look what he did. But I need you guys to understand that what has transpired in your mind's eye, what happens when you're in the shower or in the mirror or at church or sitting in the back row watching your brother do his thing that only he can do, we have been deceived to think that it's the enemy's fault, but we have created the track. We press play. We stopped getting into the word and believing truth. And the deception that's happening now, mm, it's in so many things that I could just scream over. Because what I'm watching happen now is my children are being manipulated. The generations to come are being validated by lies. And that's why books like yours, Dora Maria, are critical to be had. I got mine right when I saw the QR code. And then I found out there was a Spanish version. I'm like, guess I'm getting another one. <laughs> this is so necessary, and your purpose lies in your story, but what's happening is you're letting the, de- the enemy's deception be held holding you captive inside of things that you are craving. And it has nothing to do with limiting beliefs. So the limiting beliefs you wrote down, they're good, but they're kind of for like the elementary school kids. And I'm talking to a room full of adults and amazing world changers that will be incredible adults. We're going to talk about some real things, mom and dad. So be mindful of that. But I talk about these things with my own children, so you can trust me, because it's not just mental. We're being consumed every single day, and you're choosing to be putting yourself in those shoes, as comfortable or as cute as they may seem. What's happening is the enemy has infiltrated it into the things that were supposed to be of God, of health, of good nature. But there are three things that we ask our kids and ourselves every single time we make a decision. Is it safe? Is it good? And is it of God? If any one of those things don't hit home, it doesn't, it doesn't play. It's not allowed. Because God's never going to put you into a position that is not safe. He's never going to give you something that's not good. And when you take the thing that's good... Because it's good, right? Try it out. Try it out. It's not of God, and it's not safe. 
and it will destroy your marriage. It will destroy your purpose and it will destroy the generations to follow you. Even when you misstep, they're watching and the enemy is applauding. So you are on a stage every single minute of every single day. So I want to ask your permission because I know, Lord, I know your heart has been ripped open this weekend. Your mind's eye has grown to something new and evolved and beautiful. Your spirituality has grown. I've seen it. It's incredible. Your purpose has been exposed in a whole new way in the best, safest place in a family environment that's going to lift you up. But I'm going to ask your permission to go a little deeper and go there one more time. Because when you walk out this door, I don't want you to take anything back from the cross. And what I believe, based on the symmetry of these messages, we've already committed adultery today. Today. Maybe even while you've been in church. Hard truth. If you want the real, the raw, the deep story of that, it's in my book, Always Becoming. I gave a bunch of them out. But adultery happens every single day in a lot of different ways. It's spiritual adultery. And we serve a jealous God who wants all of you, not just the days, not just the week, not just the minute, every second of your breath that's already been gifted by him is his. It belongs to him. And so when we take what's rightfully his and we gift it to a thing that has no limitless, it's not eternal, it lasts for a fraction of a second. Imagine how it would make your father feel. Let's talk about some of these things. Do I have your permission first off to go a little deeper? To go actually up underneath what the world pretends to show off as their problem. Interestingly, it's a mirror image of what's in the dark. That's what's in the light. The enemy's that good. And you've set your own table. So this table, it looks a lot like mine. I've got my Bible. I love to eat. I, I've married a chef, thank God. I don't have one of these, though we've spoken about them this weekend, right? The long cords from the 80s. TVs, maybe? Coffee? Anyone? This magazine looks really fun, but I'm sure if I perused through it, I'd find something that I wouldn't want my little kid's eyes looking at. What about the sports fans in the house? who choose Sunday football over church and community. Who will give a standing ovation. They'll get mad. They'll get so excited. They'll spend time with their buddies to play ball. But they won't be broken with them. Or the lens in which you choose to see or act like no one sees you. You look through these glasses every single day and you pretend like no one can see you when you're doing the thing you know you're not meant to do. I can only say this with such conviction because I know so closely what it feels like. 
in so many different elements of my life, including the bottle. I was a wine rep the day my little kiddo, who at the time was five, came up to me and said, Mama, can I have a sip? I said, no, this is an adult beverage. How come you can put it in your body, but I can't put it in mine? My four-year-old comes the very next day, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm tired. It's okay, Mama. I'll get you a glass of wine. Four. I knew Jesus. I sold wine, bioorganic, dynamic, all the things. And I decided at that moment, if I was going to be the example, unlike my father, who still struggles with addiction to this day, 25 years I've watched his life deteriorate before him with alcohol. I've watched my father in heaven come to the rescue every single time, thank God, while the one in which I so desperately want his attention can't even look me in the eye. Out of shame out of regret, out of an identity crisis that he could never get out of. And this is what he's consumed by. So how easy was it for me to throw it out the window when I had the revelation that my kids were now taking their emotional health and paralleling it to a physical health that was then going to cause spiritual bondage? We have purses and money, hopefully, inside of them. If not, we'll work on that. I'm also a business coach. <laughs> shameless, not shameless plug. We focus so much on getting that cash. In fact, it's one of the reasons you came here. You want your business to grow. But your business needs to grow. Your health. tales someone mentioned earlier. I know how easy it is to get the fast things fast. And I know what it's going to do to my gut right after. And yet, we still choose to drive through. When we've been gifted manna, we've been gifted all the things that we could possibly need. The resources are abundant, the money is ever flowing. The food is ever growing when we have people like you. But we choose to go to the place where the pesticides rest. We choose to go where the GMO grows. And we know that we're killing ourselves and we do it anyway. These are things that we have to face beyond the limiting belief because the limiting belief might break. You did that this week and I believe you. But you're going to go right back into your crave cycle on Monday and I'm not going to be there to be an example. And I don't do it to be holier than thou. This is a process of becoming. God has convicted me and my husband time at a time, sometimes not at the same time, which makes it really difficult but it is worth it because the freedom that we all desperately want that we've spoken about multiple times can only be harbored here on earth as it is in heaven. If every capacity of breath is nurtured in belief that he is in you, 
I had this vision this one time when I was processing like what I was putting in my body and I had crumble cookies yesterday. If anybody saw me, oh my goodness, right? Where's D-Lo? D-Lo? Cookies? I get it. But we have craved it so much that we circumvent the system, put it as the priority to our cravings. And Jesus is knocking at your door. What's for dinner? And he's got a long way to go. Not only in your own life and through you, but through all of the family members that are eating in that home, through the community in which you're nurturing, and you're giving him something that's lacking sustenance. If the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and you guys know this, you're the vessel, what are you fueling him with? So all of these things, even my Bible... Even the thing that I thought that I needed to cure the pain in the momentary instance, the drug. I know this gets confusing for people, but you've got to know that there is religious consumption happening that will kill, steal, and destroy the exact same thing that the wine will. It's called spiritual manipulation. And I've been on the receiving end of it. And it doesn't feel good. And it breaks you down from the inside out. So these things are in the light. And what has happened is they're so societally normal that we don't point them out in our brothers and their sisters when they're doing the thing. In fact, we encourage it because we want to indulge with them. Because we think that's what community is about. We think that's where relationships are built. We think that's what family should look like around the table. We think we have to go to church and button up and look pretty without sparkles on. I wear sparkles to church, too. We do this to ourselves, and we've created this system. We've worshipped the false idols. We've created them ourselves, just like Micah and all the other people in the Old Testament. We're living Old Testament days right now. So I'm not asking you what's your limiting belief. I'm asking you, what are you consumed by? Because I can't do anything until these little people had an opportunity to become. This is the summer my husband and I started dating. I look at that. Oh, man. Actually makes me want to get sick. Look how sick she is. I'm really good at putting on a mask just like the rest of you I could light up a room real easy I was told that since I was little this man this sweet man loved me through it he would actually press his cheek to my cheek during some of the darkest days of our marriage Took him forever to marry me, I thought. Lord, I think I did enough luring. He's like, no, sorry, you need to grow some more. Four years. Four years. It sent like eternity. Finally put a ring on it because I cried five days before and told him I was going to leave him if he didn't. Sounds funny. It's actually really sad. Don't you want to be pursued? Don't you want them to come for you in your wholeness, not in your brokenness? 
You haven't been found yet by that man or that woman because you're not ready. And when you are, because I pour into marriages, we pour into marriages because we don't want anyone to have to go through what we went through. And yet we see it all the time, especially for the ones who are chasing the money. Entrepreneurs are the worst. You get to travel by yourself. You get to have this time where you just get to relax and chill and watch the TV, watch the things that no one knows you're watching, listen to the things that no one knows you're listening to, hanging out with the people in the wee hours of the night that you're not supposed to be hanging out with, giving of yourself in times and seasons that you shouldn't be giving to anyone but the spouse that's at home taking care of the children or stewarding their wholeness for you, children aside, or holding the fort down, or managing the finances. Talking to my military men right now, we see it all too often. You know, the sex trafficking industry is spurred on by the Democratic and Republican Party, and one of the biggest times that that happens in the year is at the NFL Super Bowl. But it's just a party. It's just my bros coming together. There is so much happening underneath the skirt. There is so much happening underneath the table of your life and of society's life. And if we don't start exposing it, we're all going to crawl underneath with them and have a good old picnic in the dark. It's indoctrination. And that's where my kids are hanging out, hiding, playing house and fort. What happens in the dark? I was actually sexually abused in the light on a playground by a child who was a mentally handicapped. He looked like a man. He was the size of a man. And I carried that with me for decades into my marriage. And it came out in all the wrong ways. Because not only was I having daddy issues, I had my own societal issues of shame and beauty and what is a woman made for and who are you and what are you and why are you? How comfortable can it be underneath the table? Pretty cozy. I've seen some really cool closets that are not prayer closets. I've been invited into these places and felt more at family here than I ever did at the table with my own family. Because the enemy planted a seed of community, of sound, of quality that is actually a lie and it's quantity that has you fixed. I need more. I need more. If I just get a little more, what's the thing you're craving? What's the thing that as I stood here and you put your toes there for me, thanks aunt. And I'm, I don't feel bad because I've been in that space actually by that man right there, (laughs) by that man right there. They called me higher. Who's calling you higher? Who's calling you in your lie? Who's calling you in your limiting belief that you're putting in the forefront of what you actually crave? Because the limiting belief might be fear of success. But what you really crave is the Bugatti. This is happening over and over and over again. And in the business world, limiting beliefs are easy to talk about. But I'm tired of it. Let's go deeper. 
This is the root extraction that we talk about that only the Holy Spirit can do. This is not my job. So Holy Spirit, speak. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, extract. The spirit of lust, gosh, be gone. The spirit of deception and lies, be gone. The little white lies you've been telling yourself are not allowed to stay implanted in that place. This is where science is so beautiful because neurolinguistic programming and all of these other opportunities for you to get well exist. But sometimes we think going and putting our little pieces of paper at the altar is enough. And this can ruffle some feathers and I'm an ordained minister. And so sometimes it's even hard for me to say, but the only reason I can stand here today is because I've put in the work. And when the Lord convicted me in certain seasons, I said, but how God, how do I do that? How do I move past that place of darkness? How do I crawl out and stand in my shame in front of people and share my story? You press play on the live. You press play on the mic. You stand on the stage of your home and you talk to the people that trust you, know you, love you. And if they don't trust you, know you, love you. It's likely something that you've done wrong. And it's your turn to turn yourself into the integral woman or the integral man that I know you can be, that you are destined to be. And when you get it right in the home, when you get it right in the head, when you get it right in the heart, then you get to step on the stage. Then God creates the platform. Then he turns on the mic so loud that you go to cities and countries and places and territories you've never even stepped foot in. This is happening for you. Based on every single day, you stepping in this place of obedience and discipline and the deception of the enemy has told us that becoming righteous, what? Who wants to do that? That's so religious. There are surely times I was called teacher's pet, goody two-shoes, all those things, but even then it was a lie. And so now I stand in that proudly and say, no, I don't need a drink to have fun. I'll dance with the best of them. I don't need to stay up late because my grandpa taught me that nothing good happens after midnight anyway. I need sleep and so do you. We're craving so much. We are craving energy. We're craving adrenaline. So we use the monster drinks and we get addicted to caffeine because it's societally normal. You're ruining what God has blessed you with. Longevity is what we're here for. Freedom is longevity, which is eternity. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com. He's jealous of you, my friends. He wants to consume those things that consume you. And he will if you pass it to him. So it's your turn. You have a note card 
underneath your seat. Hopefully you have a pen with you. If not, I do have some markers up here. There's also a little red dot. You can hold that. Don't lose it. You'll want it. You've written your limiting beliefs so many times this weekend on a board, on a note card. You don't have a pen? Here. They're right here. There's a bunch of things. So I'm going to let you get creative because it's one of my favorite things to do. And we're going to talk these things out a little bit more in case you haven't already found the thing that you don't think at this point, if you haven't figured it out, that you're craving. Maybe it's this. Maybe social media is your dopamine hit. Maybe social media is your validation hit. Maybe you're craving so bad to be seen, heard, and known, and God's like, hello, hello, hello. He sees you. He hears you. He knows you. Try talking to him. Maybe it's the magazines, which I know aren't really popular anymore. Maybe it's just the porn on your phone or your website. Maybe it's just the porn in your mind. Maybe you're with your spouse, but you're never really with your spouse. Maybe you're at dinner, but you're really with with her at dinner or him at dinner. Spirit of lust over your eyes is no longer acceptable. And sadly, our society makes it so common that even my own kiddos are like, what? Mm -hmm. That is her boobs and her butt, and that is the body that God gifted her, and you better treat it right. And it's not perfect because it looks airbrushed. It's perfect because you're perfect. And you steward it well. Is it the plate? Is it comfort food? Y'all, I just got finished with a seven-day water fast. Simmering on this message, in fact. I never had any idea that I could do it. I didn't believe in myself when I started it. The furthest I'd ever gone was three days. I went four more. I felt more alive in that moment. I didn't even need to end my fast, right, babe? Like, I, he's right here. I didn't need to. I could have kept going. I had bone broth, and I was like, ooh, this is so good. That was my first thing that I tasted besides water and lemon. And during that week, I had so many interesting revelations, not the supernatural ones that I was really hoping for. That happened two days later. But these personal revelations of society that I actually didn't just go to food for comfort. I went to food when I was happy. I wanted to go to food when I was like mingling with people. I wanted to go to food at a certain hour. I wanted to go to food before food would even knew that I wanted to go to it. Like legitimately, I was like, wow, every emotion I parallel with food. And I do miss a meal because I'd intermittent fast for seven years. <laughs> so it, it's interesting that body dysmorphia will make you believe that she has it all together, but my mind is struggling. Is your mind struggling? Are you actually communing with Christ? Or are you just communing with the food that you're about to indulge in? We're supposed to break bread on his behalf. 
Is it the brewery? Is it the wine? Are you exposing your children to anything that they can watch or everything that they can watch on YouTube or all of these places? The apps, the devices, the coffee, the microphones, the craving of validation, the lack of censorship. Is it the mirror, the obsession with who you are or who you are not? Is it the beauty and so you push yourself with all these things that you don't need? Wasting your money that God gifted you on something that disqualifies you as beautiful. Don't do that. Do you know that industry, the beauty industry, is supposed to increase to like $35 billion in the next two years? That's our money. That's our money in the kingdom. And they're wasting it away on something that's not eternal. The glasses that you put on, the trauma that you put on, the Netflix that you watch, the movies that you watch, the shopping that you do, the hoarding that you do. I'm telling you, when I minimized my life, I maximized my income. Why? Well, it's a math problem. It makes total sense. I didn't buy all these silly things that I didn't need. But simultaneously, that God said, I can trust her. Because he knows I'm going to put it to the place that I know that he needs it. Because I ask him, where does it belong? I ask him to whose hand can you entrust it to? When I gift it to an organization, when I gift it to people I love. Because I know they're stewarding it well. So when you're asking for money, do it boldly. Do it bravely because you are a good steward. And people can trust you. And you're going to multiply it. Not only in finances, but in people's hearts. That's how we grow the kingdom. Education, are you pouring money into education that's just indoctrinating you or them? Honestly, that's what the lottery does, just so you know. Are you gambling secretly? I know people who have gambled the pink slips to their home. Then they had to go home and talk to their wife about that one. And there's seven children. This is happening every day. You're cheating. You're using drugs. You are an adulterous woman. And God right now in this moment is saying, woman, man, walk in your destiny. Walk in your birthright. Walk in your identity. Stop doing that thing that you know you're doing that I've always seen you do and I've loved you through it. But now is the time to stop because you can't leave this room because this mic is really good. You can't leave this room saying that you've never been told or you've never been sharpened by another sword. His word is sharper than any two-edged sword. I don't need to carry a weapon because I'm protected. Crave. Christ over culture. Crave. Christ over comfort. So you're supposed to be drawing in this moment, and I'm up here talking, but let me just give you some ways, because if I don't tell you how do you replace this craving with Christ, I leave you empty-handed. And Christ never leaves you empty-handed. You just have to open your eyes. So this amazing little lightning strike is those who, who crave 
anger or hostility. They crave resentment so much that everything is everybody else's fault, even the driver next to you when you're the one who's late walking out the door. (laughs) Can you replace it with a gentle spirit and forgiveness? The heart, you crave likes and lusts and a marital status on Facebook. And God says, I love you so much. I am so intimate. What's that say out there? It says your your status is God. God, man, it's so good. God, man, that's amazing. Then we've got the music. It's the tune and the warfare. We go for the tune. We go for the lyrics. And when you actually are letting them embed in your mind, you will play them out in your life. It's real. I was, I knew every country song there was. My life was a catastrophic country song. I should write it one day. That'd be hilarious. Mo, will you put that on your album for me? Thanks. I love it. But when it gets in my mind and I start to live it out, I know that I know that I know that this is an enemy tactic and he's doing it to your children. So replace it with sound and word. It might just be instrumental. Have you ever just soaked? Just soak the lens, the comparison, the external validation of what you look like when God creates confidence and it is eternal, not external. Maybe it's the microphone. Maybe it's the way that you sound. Maybe it's you gossiping with your friends because it feels better than to tell them what's going on in your life. Maybe you're addicted to being heard. And you've never actually heard from God. Maybe it's slander. Maybe it's lies. Maybe you're using your words for weapons. Or is it wisdom? Is it warfare? Is it worship? If that's coming out of your mouth, watch God. That's honoring. That's righteous. That's holy. And you're sitting in holy ground. Then there's pride and confusion, and I love the rainbow because I'm staking full claim on it. It was his idea first. And so you see it everywhere this month in Targets too. And that's where you shop anyway? Come on, y'all. Come on. There's confusion that's being implanted in our children and our own selves. I've kissed a girl. Okay? It was hot, I thought. I was supposed to do it for him, I thought. It's terrible. It's terrible. Then you do it again, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, and you wonder, oh, I kissed a girl and I liked it. That's a song. Why is that a song? I was prodigal, if you couldn't tell. I accepted Christ when I was 14 in a Hardee's parking lot from a young life leader that was a couple years older than me because my dad just physically abused in said identity crisis post-21 years in the Navy, my mom. And I thought, no, he's my hero. Who's going to be my hero now? Went prodigal for many years, hung out in the dark for many years, as you've now fully understood, and I've disclosed to you freely. When I was 29 years old, I finally said, God, I surrender. I yield my life to you. I give it all to you. The only thing I want is a tombstone that declares that I am a child of God, and I don't care if anything else that I have in my hands gets taken, and it was all taken, except for Gary Hot Hovey. And my two babies. 
We just renewed our vows. I have a picture I'll show you momentarily. After 10 years, and I love that man more today than I ever knew I could love anyone. And the vows that we rewrote and the moment that I got to wash his feet, though a little bit comical because my mom forgot to fill the water basin with water, (laughs) was poetic and eternal. But for a long time, my titles and success, the banner that I waved over my, ha- my head, the, po- the business card in which I passed out, was all the accolades. When that went away, I thought, what am I going to do? What's the banner that I wave now? And it was the white flag of freedom that had no title and no name, but the purest vision, purpose, and sustenance everlasting. Spiritual energy versus power and authority, overwhelm, ADD, stagnation. Get rid of your phone. You're not ADD. (laughs) Clarity and creativity come when you stop looking at everybody else and thinking, this is all I got, God. Lies. Comfort and appearance versus health and well-being. I don't need you to be like me, look like me, act like me. I need you to be like you, look like you, act like you, because you make up a character quality of Christ that I never will. Never. Tranquility and zen. Oh, yoga, peace. Transcendence and release does exist, but it's not in the spirituality of what's being presented right now. It's not in the sage. It's not in the stars. It's not in tarot cards. It's not in any of the things that you think you get validation from. It's definitely not in Enneagram. It's in Christ. Watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. And watch your character, it becomes your destiny. My destiny was about to be destroyed until I gave it back to the one who loves me. And the only one who could show me value. Because it wasn't even in my husband that I could get that. Because he couldn't love me right then. These are the ways that you do it. These are the practices of Christ that take what you might have just drawn on that card and destroy it and remake it and renew it. And so whatever it is that you're craving that you've just written down, I want you to rip it up. I want you to rip it up into small little pieces. Maybe four. Just do four, actually. And then I want you to lay it back together in your lap. And I want you to take the blood seal, the little red dot. I told you guys about the little red dot last year, actually, on the UIA stage. My uncle used to wear a little red dot. He was a deacon in church, very religious. But I never forgot the red dot on his watch. Because every time I said, what's that for again? He said, the blood of Christ. I never forget it because I always look down at my watch and even time is not eternal in this place unless I remember his name, unless I remember the blood. So as you put the broken pieces back together, which I actually tried to put back the pot, Tom, I really did. But there were some people who were adamant about taking their broken piece with them. Selfishly, I'll say. 
Because you holding your broken piece does nothing for me. You holding your broken piece does nothing for the mosaic that God has planned. It does nothing for the entirety of the pot that he wants to bowl together. So even as you put this together, remember you're not putting it together to pick back up. You're not putting it together to hold as a secret. You're putting it together because God is sovereign. And his blood is precious. And he went to the cross for you. But he did not stay there. He didn't. He took all of this and he resurrected it. You're resurrected. You get to walk in power and authority. I want you guys, if you feel called, to find an accountability partner and hand that card to them. Find someone who maybe doesn't know you so you don't feel judged because I know comparison will sit in. Find someone you wanted to connect with this weekend but you didn't have an opportunity. And listen to the redemption story that's also yours by my beautiful friend. Righteousness above vapid experiences. For those of you who came for business, Christ resources above vapid 
earnings. The definition of vapid is lacking flavor, lacking zest, lacking interest or animation. It's lacking spirit. What in your life is vapid? Where does the spirit need to dwell? One of my favorite things that I get to do is help people take a next step into alignment, whatever it is, personal, professional. Grace is in that place. Revelations 12:11 says they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. I thought those 7 days with water I was going to die. God proved otherwise it was time to live. It's time for you to live, my friends. One of my greatest treasures in coming to this conference specifically is that I get to close with a compilation a compilation of something you've heard every single speaker on here share and without it I don't feel like I can leave I don't feel like I can go home and so Skylar if you don't mind putting a white you can keep the song I hope that this blesses you It blesses me to write. It blesses me to listen. Being a speaker means I'm a really good listener. Are you listening? Postured to receive, expectant for the unknown, not taking one moment for granted. Let his will be shown. Magic to miracles. We see the gift among us elevate. An influencer because we first were in an influenced state. You don't have to put God in the back. We laid the path for you. You have no lack. As long as there is breath in your lungs, you're meant to testify, spreading cheer, believing in you. It's a moral obligation to reply to the call. Yeah, that's straight to your core. It's why we gather you are made for more. Step in to the discomfort and slay. Be guided by the spirit. Be still and stay. Tenacious courage. Break through the board. Kia, come through. Heard? Authentic connections. Your passion will blossom beyond. Disability doesn't disqualify you. Mask off. A new you has just dawned. You are worthy, and you must yield. Know his favor surrounds you like a shield. Believe you can because you can. Don't you dare give up. Embrace the ambition of others. It will in turn fill your cup. We're all ordinary, chasing extraordinary dreams. What are you not sharing that's busting at the seams? Tech got you down. Influence on pause. Algorithms made simple. Let's elify the unspeakable laws. Be an impactor, not an influencer. We need your business moves. If you don't start now, you risk a life in the enemy noose. If you don't start now, you risk a life in the enemy's noose.
I don't know about you, but I don't want to regret not speaking out because my palms might sweat. Differences divide, purpose unites us, heel to toe, Dougie Macarena. I know. Stop hiding in plain sight. You've got moves to show. Why I can't versus how can I? Asking better questions to myself, I won't lie. What does freedom look like, I ask? Can't take the step till we first get past slavery. Slaves can't free slaves. And here we are in shackles, scripting business plans when we've got better things to tackle. Loving yourself seems easy, but watch the tears of unworthiness fall. The shame, the loss, the fear, the worries. You let sit taller than your purpose call. Transformation versus transaction. It sounds real raz, but we fixate on resources that our Abba abundantly has. Don't kick the mean broke one to the street. Let's love them into the riches of heaven so sweet. Life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. But we have to seek the perfect one to be ever full. The thorns of his crown represent the thorn in your side. If he could hang on a cross, could you at least let your light shine? Don't hide it under a basket. This is your moment to glow. Cracked wide open, you're never alone, you know. The whole thing is a journey of flow, and you're always becoming. It's the destination Not the destination, it's the direction leading us to the homecoming. You can't embrace your ambition without first embracing you, empty-handed, feeling lost, but you keep pushing through. Allow ambition to embrace you. It's critical for a change in purpose of your plan. Don't divorce your purpose. Stay in range. Of love, of wisdom, of humility and truth. Destroy the illusions. Empower the youth inside of you. The one you lost along the way. The broken pieces now in the potter's hand to play. Open your eyes. Open your mind, your heart. And truly allow your spirit to see what just transpired with you and with me. Family foundations rebuilding what the world tried to break. This weekend is time. We cement it with a stake. Validation from the world ain't got nothing on his lens. He values you and calls you into being a fisher of men. Greater purpose never known. He sent the spirit to do more through you, with you, by you. Let's explore the greatness within. I need what you think is broken because when he puts it next to me, my spirit is awoken. I see a reflection of him in your character and will. He draws us to one another. So as the body, we might feel a fraction of what he carried to the cross. But culture distracts us from what the enemy forgot he lost. Champions we are. Christ already won the battle. Wave your white flag, friend. This is our victory rattle. Christ's righteousness above vapid experiences crave. Once and for all, it's time to be brave. Embracing you. He never let you go. Your next step will surely show obedience. Discipline. Lay down your life for your brother. A million little miracles ahead. We do it for another day. Breath. Kiss, moment in time, 
That's where we are, right this second, this present and prime. It's time to end this, and it feels hard to say goodbye. But nothing about your soul now knows that you will deny tomorrow. When you wake up and the motivation may seem far away, chaos will control and your weakness may dim your superstar so far. Take hold, my friend, the word as your weapon. Warfare is the human experience, and heaven still beckons. Why take on such a task when you could simply flow on through because there will always be something stopping you. The variable now, your ambition you chase down. Reckless love like David, you are ready to embrace your crown. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us and this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network, which is obviously why we got connected and are so grateful to be a part of the community. They have shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Some of mine that I listen to on a regular basis are on Life Audio. Even some of our community members who have been a part of the Fit and Faith team through our coaching or different organizations, they're there too. So I definitely want to drive you over there, check it out. And thanks again, Life Audio, for being you. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.